His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, the chocolate's yay, Brasileño. Yeah, to the back of the hat, lean back in the lap, crack the window, hear the soldier sounds and that in the back. Ain't no cat in the hat, just a cat that can rap. This is Brunson, representing Flushing Queens on the map, yeah. Alright, so... What up, what up, it's your boy Brock Brolic coming to you live from the spot over there, over there in the cut. This is Turnbucks and Brass Snucks. Yeah, right away, too. <laughs> we got your boy Scuba Steve at the building. Yeah! And just Jesse. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> and we got about to get to We're gonna fucking run right into it. Uh, the fucking Royal Rumble, man. Well, we got something in between, though. We got something before the Royal Rumble? Yeah, dude. We didn't. We, we went uh, Thursday, so we had... Don't forget, we had the build-up. We had SmackDown on the 27th. The Rampage on that Friday. Yeah, but that's, and then we went into Royal. That's all the past. You know what I'm saying? We're going to pick up... Rumble. Let's pick up right from the Royal Rumble. I think, you know, that's where... That's the right starting point is the Royal Rumble. JJ? I'm going to go with it. Well, I guess half my fucking nuts. All right. <laughs> you know, hey, we, we got to point out to the fans that, you know what I'm saying, the person who keeps this fucking show on point is Scooby Steve. Uh, he a lot of fucking, uh, you know, technical work and shit like that. So we want to thank him for all of his, you know, insight and everything that he does. And sometimes we piss them off because we cut off shit. <laughs> all good, brother. All good. It's, it's worth it at the end with all two fans. <laughs> so as long as the two of you are happy listening to this show, we're, we're going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did as an event here at the house. We all got together. We even my parents even took part in it who are not wrestling yeah. fans at all. Yes. Um I, I say a good time was had by all. I I yeah. agree. I agree. Kids, parents, us, we all had a good time. Dude, cats and dogs loving each other. It was just a, it was a just pure blast. Even though the parents tried to talk shit afterwards, saying, oh, we didn't like it. And I was like, bullshit, man. I saw you guys get all hyped up about shit, too, man. Yeah, yeah got jumped into what? For, I totally meant to make a mental note, but he got into one match in particular. I forgot. It might have been the Rumble. But he got into one where he was like, oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay. No, and there was, there was definitely spots during both Rumbles that, that he, he was like, oh, yeah, that was nice. That was cool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. You know, he, he was that, that's a lot. I'm saying a lot. But let's start off with the with, so the the show started off with a bang right with the men's Royal Rumble. No, it started with a bang because of Pat fucking McAfee. Oh, this shit. Do not forget the man. Well, let me tell you how these two fucking marked out because of that fucking McAfee. Oh, I did. Amen. No shame in it. Who also marked out? Of all people, Michael Cole. No one knew the announce crew. Even Michael Cole, yeah, no, announcing, didn't have a fucking clue he was in a Pat McAfee show like the next day. But I admit it. I don't know if JJ will. I marked the hell out. He, he had spoken to him just earlier that day, and he in was whatever his little fucking place was over there. Yeah, 
So yeah, they, they, he was definitely and and those cool shits that the that WWE can do every now and again is not only surprise us but surprise the people working for the show. So yeah. I'm excited about tonight. Whenever you listen to this, all two of you, it's it's Friday. It's before the smash. Yes, yeah, right. It's, it's the I want to see if Pat's going to be out there or not. Rumble. Smack. So we start with McAfee, which uh, pretty much I had to go change my shorts. But after that, we went right into it. And you couldn't have got a better one and two with Gunter and Sheamus just beating the living shit out of each other. That They could just go for hours. That'd be great with it. Um, early on, it was, it was them. He threw in Miz. He threw in Kofi. Um, the Kofi thing to me was very odd, guys, because I think JJ called it. I think it was maybe a botch or something. You're supposed to land on that chair. He gets thrown out. Wood saves him. He saves Wood. They both get the Chuck Rooney. And he lands on a chair. One of his feet never did hit, so they're correct. But they just kind of ignored Kofi the rest of the time. So he got hurt is what it is. Yeah, I hope not. Wood was, I think you might be right. Wood was. Well, you know, I mean, maybe they were busy slapping each other's asses or whatever it was that they were doing. Oh, I love how they faked they were going to fight each other. It's like, <laughs> the bad thing, ladies and gentlemen, is, is Brock asked me if I would do that with him. And I said no. So that's why Brock seems bitter about that move. He, he wanted him and I to recreate that, and I, I just I just said no. So, um, Cross Gable McIntyre comes in. McIntyre works a lot with Sheamus. Um, really, was, the oddity, no lot of surprises. It was hysterical how many times uh, McAfee made reference to the Bang Bros. Dude, and they were just told not to because of uh, some adult content. Under the same kind of, uh... and then this son of a bitch too. I heard him. It was like for all the people watching on the cock, peacock, and I was like, this motherfucker is ready to get fucking banned from TV and shit. <laughs> yeah, if we don't see him uh, tonight, SmackDown, that might be why. Who knows? Um, but I mean, really, n- no one. I felt bad for like uh, Ford came in. He was shown the door pretty quick. Uh, number 17 is supposed to be Ray. Ray never makes the ring. Ray was injured, but they instead of a replacing him, they tied in that's, to the Dominic. That's probably um, the one thing that I thought throughout the whole show was like, what the fuck? No, and nor did they ever make reference to why the fuck it was happening in the first place. And it comes out with the mask. Okay. Like you kept, yeah, like, I bet you kind of put one and one together, but they, you know, the, the commentators never referenced it. There was um, backstage shenanigans that you saw. Oh, Ray was knocked out or anything like that. It just they just fucking skipped him. He wasn't there. Basically, he was not there, so they couldn't like lay lay him down like you were just saying. Um, but I mean, it, it. Everybody kind of assumed, you know, we all know this is building to, to wrestle mania. Um, uh, Elias Finn Balor. I guess the surprise in it was Booker T, who thank God wasn't in there very long. Um, he was there to do a spinneroni, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, JJ tried a spinneroni right afterwards and knocked over like two lamps and a nightstand. So it is more difficult than Booker T makes it look. Yeah. Uh, then it was Damian Priest, Ford. I think is fantastic, but again, didn't spend a lot of time. Uh, Edge, but everybody knows Edge just went after uh, Excon Dom and Damian Priest. Uh, Austin Theory popped out. Uh, Omos, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Logan Paul, Cody Rhodes was dead last. Uh, I thought the, not cleared until the last very minute. 
I thought the you know, I'm not a big Braun Strowman fan, but I thought the, the interaction between him and Omos was okay. Yeah. Just team these two motherfuckers together. Just team them. Screw it. Um, Actually, I like the way we've been teaming uh, Strowman and Ricochet together. It's a, yeah. Almost yeah. like somewhat of a slap because there's little, uh, what did he, jumpity doo dah uh, Yeah, slippity flops uh, remarks. Slippity flop, can't stop. Yo, yo. Um, Logan Paul. Let's let's chat about it. it was the last three was Ricochet, Logan Paul, Cody Rhodes. Um, Logan Paul and Ricochet decided, well, we're not going to win this shit. Spoiler alert! But we're going to do one of the most amazing athletic things, and they both decided to jump on the top rope across from each other across the ring and meet in the middle, chest to chest. Yeah, I can't front. It was much. pretty fucking dope, man. You know what I mean? I mean like, like Logan Paul, personally or not. Fucker can do it, man. No, and then he did the fucking the, the lariat uh, shit that yep. this nigga Page does. Buckshot. He came right in with a buckshot. But yeah, he was, and he was one last four. Logan Paul, Cody Rhodes, Seth, and uh, Gunther. I like that they teased. Now, Brock was in there, but Brock was there for a very short amount of time. Thanks, Mr. Lashley. Another quote build up to WrestleMania. But Brock had a face to face with Mr. Gunther, which a lot of uh, no, and that's the one thing about that was going to be WrestleMania, but not going to happen. That was the one thing about Gunther. Besides the fact that so Gunther broke the record as as far as as longest being in the in the Royal Rumble. Hour ten. <clears throat> I want to say it was hour and eleven minutes. Okay. And twenty five seconds, dude, if I'm not mistaken. He beat he beat Ray and Ray's a small dude, but he could go for hours. But you're talking about a big dude that lays down a lot of lumber. And for the first 10, 15 minutes, it was him and Sheamus going back and forth. Yeah, no, but it, and that was the thing that Amazing. what I loved about his performance and the shit was not how long he lasted. It was that every big nigga that came into that ring, the first nigga that came up to say, come on, let's go. It was fucking Gunther. Yep. Gunther stepped to fucking Brock. He stepped to fucking uh, Omos. He stepped to fucking Braun. Everybody that came into that ring that was like, oh, my God, this girl is so huge. Fucking no, Gunther stepped right to that nigga. He, I, I was so, and I've been saying this. I remember him in his. In his uh, we were talking about this last night. In his NXT days. Um, I feel that he's just gotten even better and better and better every time. He lost that weight, even though I think he was more it, intimidating it, it, with a little chunk to him. But no, but he wasn't. That's, and that was another thing about it is that that's the one thing that I could say that that helped him in terms of the Vince era, is that Vince made him lose that weight because he looks so much better now. Because I, I don't know if I sent you guys that picture of him, like that it showed up through the indies and, and the shit like that. And he was a chunky little bastard. But he looks amazing now, and he did amazing in the Royal Rumble. And I think that's what we could take out of the Royal Rumble, besides the fact that Cody Rhodes won, which we kind of... Once Cody came out, we kind of figured... That's who was gonna fucking win the Royal Rumble. I think everybody probably yeah, you're right. It was, win. but it was still how well Gunther did in that shit, and even in the, it, I don't know if you guys stood and watched the, uh, the, uh, the post shit. You know what I'm saying? No, the, no, 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 no. No, so you know what I mean. Even everybody talked about it. Uh, Cody 
Uh, they did it. And they did a thing with Cody. They did it th- with Bray. They did a thing with Rhea, and they did a thing with Triple H. And um, Cody and Triple H both made mention of how well Gunther did in this fucking Royal Rumble. Oh, I mean, you you have to you have to say how amazing he did. There was a lot of really great. I'm going to say overall, this is probably the best Royal Rumble I've seen in a really long time. Um, I, I appreciate that it wasn't like overdone. It wasn't like 20 million matches. It was just bam, bam, bam. Let's get it done. Uh, but Gunther in and of itself was amazing. MVP. Um, yeah, he was definitely the MVP. Um, oh, for sure. The um, watching- no the MVP. Watching uh, and I hate everybody knows this. I hate fucking Logan Paul with a passion, but watching him and Ricochet do that one move off the top ropes, where I mean, you can't help but hear the the, he he continues to impress every time that he fucking shows up in that ring. And cut he took because that guitar shot too. Good job about Gunther. Yeah, yeah, Gunther did take a oh, fucking hell of a guitar oh, shot. He, he, had, he had like blood and scratches on him. So I mean, yeah, he did. And you could see all the bruises and stuff on him. He he took a beating throughout the whole fucking thing, and that that says a lot. And he had different moves. It wasn't just you know I'm gonna just do my hand slap thing. It, he yeah. just moved throughout the whole thing. It was a great. It was a really great Royal Rumble. And I, think no, I don't want to say it was him who he was in there the whole time to meet up with everybody. He wasn't somebody who just shivered in the ring. No, not at all. Not at all. Hour man. No, no, because <laughs> no, I remember. If you think about, if uh, the, let's yeah. talk about the the, the two previous uh, uh, like record holders was Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. and Rey Mysterio did his thing, and the one before that was Ric Flair. Now yeah. Ric Flair did it, but like in a cowardly way, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like he, where he was kind of crouching I'm down and, and in the corner, yeah. Not, not fucking Gunther. Gunther, like I said, he stepped to everybody that came into that yeah. fucking ring, especially the big boys. Like you right. said, him and Omos, him and Brock. I don't recall him and Lashley, but that could have been part of time. Part of time where him, Sheamus, and Drew were kind of going at each other, which. We may touch on at some point, but I think that's going to be the Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania. Will be down three in a three way. But um, anyway, no. And 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 to, to JJ's point, uh, I'm not. I guess I'm becoming somewhat of a Logan Paul fan because finally, they're trying to push him as a heel. I think the biggest mistake they made with him when he teamed with the Miz against the Mysterios is it, when Miz jumped him at the end was trying to make him baby. And that's Vince's fault at the time or whoever's doing it because you had to take the pulse of everyone there. And people don't like the brothers. They don't. They come off as loudmouth, arrogant assholes that make millions for doing it. And they're great businessmen. So to put what they should have possibly done, I guess, is have him jump Miz. But I think that would have, he'd have been a heel anyway. So he's embracing the heel. They're pushing the heel part. But he is getting better. And it's interesting too, didn't he? I thought over in the, Saturday, he fucked up his knee. So, good for him to come back as quick as he did. Um, I liked it. Uh, one of the best, as JJ already alluded to. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, we got to give uh, Seamus and Drew a lot of clout, too, because they 
They went hard throughout the. They had a lot of great spots too. Yes, that double kick to Elias. I was surprised Elias's head was still on his body. Yeah. They and the fact that they did so much shit that gave fucking McAfee so much great fodder to continually referencing them as the Bang Bros. Bang Bros. It was great. Yeah. So overall, Cody Rhodes wins, and you know uh, we expect something great for him for WrestleMania. Yeah. But um, what was next, Scuba Steve? Uh, we get to the interesting lights. Uh, I, I'm sorry. The Mountain Dew Pitch Black Match. I'm making sure that I'm giving them the proper credit. Between Bray and LA Knight, we all knew that Bray was going to win. Well, they didn't pay us the sponsorship, so we could say whatever the fuck we want. Uh, Right now, I'm sponsored by a different vodka, but we're good. Um, uh, I don't know. No, no, I don't like it. Didn't like it. Uh, It was interesting that uh, Uncle Howdy decided to jump off the thing. The problem was the camera's the wrong angle. And, and totally missed the to fucking it. guy. Totally missed him. Totally whiffed him. Which I know that's part of it. You don't want him to actually land on it, but as good of a production. No, he has fucking land on him. Why wouldn't he land on him? I don't know, man. So, uh, Boulder Dash on this match. Uh, you know what? Thumbs up to yeah, L.A. Knight. But uh, no, it, 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 if, if we're being all honest, you know what I mean? Like it, both guys did a great job in the match. The match itself wasn't bad. Um and that that cool little like I liked you know even though it was you know lame uh because it was, so the concept was supposed to be this blackout match but what it turned out to be was a black light match um so everything was like a neon and, and shit like that so apparently Bray had on some makeup that would only appear in the fucking neon lights or in the black lights so that portion of it looked cool. The, the the fight between the two cats was okay. You know what I mean? It was nothing memorable that you would remember about the fight, but it was still, you know, it was a decent enough match that it, it kept your attention. But it was just all that corny ass shit around it that just you you already lost interest. When it was like, oh man, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah, um, I said this thing's taking too fucking long anyway. So yeah, no, I, I don't like that they that that's the way that they're going with this nigga. I hope that hopefully going forward with the with the him and Alexa Bliss and whatever the fuck they're going to, whatever the end game is for all this shit, hopefully it pays off. Right now, I feel like it's it's losing steam and they need to get with it really quick. Um, I, I'm hoping they haven't lost it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I uh, but you know what I'm saying. The, the one thing that it did do is that I, I fucks with that nigga L.A. Knight now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, okay, I like you know he 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 held his own in the ring on the mic. Give him another two or three good fucking uh, rivalries, and we got somebody here. Hey, he's a great wrestler. He's actually very good at ring. <clears throat> I've never seen that one of his matches here. Uh, we used to watch him on NXT a lot. Oh, dude. Anybody oh, I want to talk to y'all about NXT too, man. Uh, but we'll oh. get to that in a minute. Uh, but what, what, what was after this shit? Well, after this shit? It was the women's, I think. Oh, listen to you. And you are no. 100% correct, JJ. Give was her it? a prize. We'll talk offline. Um, yeah, no, it's it's Bliss and it's uh, Bel Air. And uh, meh. 
I'm, I, maybe I expected – I think their prior match was better than this one by far. But, again, it's another Uncle Howdy distraction, and, and it, it was blah, blah, blah. It's a fucking waste. I can't stand this match. It's it's the bottom of the card. Go ahead. I mean, I, I, again, what we're looking at is two talented performers mm. – who uh-huh. got caught up in a gimmicky bullshit? You know what I mean, and it, it, it uh, you know, that's not either of their faults, really. The match itself, once again, was fine. You know what I'm saying? Like if if it didn't have any of the gimmicky shit, and you saw it, you'd say it was about an average match. You know yeah. what I mean? Nothing, no, nothing bad, nothing good. But you know, um, yeah, you know, like I said, they, they need to get to it with this shit or figure out what the fuck. Yeah, I'm with it. Um, uh, go ahead, JJ. What did you think of it? Of what? Uh, the ladies' match. Oh no, I thought it sucked. Oh. I thought it sucked. It was just. <clears throat> it hey, was ladies, we love of... you. It's not your fault. No, it's not. I. I and no, I, it's you know, really not either of their faults. It's, it's just not. the Bianca's great right in the ring, and Alexa is fantastic in the ring, especially considering how tiny she is. She's a little fucking powerhouse in the ring, but she's so good. She really is. She really is. But I just thought that this whole shit was. I don't know. I, I And I hate that they do that. It feels like, again, it's going back to, and I keep saying this, it's going back to Vince era where the women's matches are given three minutes. They suck. It's unimpressive. Where, I don't know. I, I feel like they've been giving more time to women's matches on air for Raw and SmackDown and all of a sudden... Uh, but I think that was... I think they, they had... They, they kind of fucking... I think the men's rumble went long. So they had to start cutting it, and they didn't, and they wanted, they wanted to give the the time to that fucking main event. But I I think everybody, everybody that wasn't a Royal Rumble or the Bloodline storyline was going to take a hit. You know what I mean? So, and I'm sorry, of all the matches, I mean, you could have cut more time off the Bray and fucking LA Night match, and nobody would have cared. But you know what I'm saying? If everybody that was be that would have been the one that would have taken the hit anyway. So. Which leads us to the ladies. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. But then if you think about it, then that's bullshit because she is your women's champion. You're going to fuck her and give her less time. Bray Wyatt's still a bigger name than she is, though, Jess. You know what I mean? That's that's the nature of the beast. That to me, that to me, that just goes to show there's a lot of bullshit and sexism. (gasps) I don't know if that's sexism or just because, in my, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying. If you, as a female, if it was if it was Charlotte, they wouldn't have cut her, Agreed. because Charlotte is a bigger name than Bray Wyatt. They just cut um, Becky and and um, and what's her face match on Raw third. Raw Triple X. You can't. Yeah, that, that was bullshit. Yeah, no, you're right. I will give you that. I'll give you that. No yeah, that was bullshit. Um, I mean, but I mean, it, we'll say though that they're at least still moving in the right direction, and I think the women's uh, Royal Rumble is definitely uh, uh, proof positive of that. You know what I mean? Because they did the right thing throughout the fucking <clears throat> Rumble. Which is a great segue. Speaking of. <clears throat> we uh, we start off with the majority of people's picks. Rhea Ripley 
at number one. And at number two, proving she's a lying sack of shit. She said she'd be number one. She wanted to be number one. Hey, come get the two. fuck out of here, man. My boo did great <laughs> in that shit, man. She's a lying sack of shit. My she boo did great one. in that shit. Give my boo she some was, props, man. Dude, I, I, we will props, not continue props. this conversation until my props. boo get props. Dude, did you put your thong on backwards again? Simmer down. Simmer down. We're going to get to the props for Morgan. <laughs> so, so it's Liv Ripley, of course, former tag team uh People, team. Great way to start it. Of, Great way to start it. Yes. And they went nuts. Uh, I, I will get this out of the way. Liv did a fantastic job. Uh, spoiler final three. Uh, she did very well. But I mean, in, in my opinion, I think everybody's opinion was Rhea's night, regardless of outcome, which we're going to talk about in a second. Absolutely. So there comes uh, Dana. We don't know what the fuck to do with you, Brooks. Emma, we don't know why we brought you back. <laughs> so many, so much talent. You know what I'm saying? Favorite. Like, come on, guys, let's get it. Uh, I'm almost, I'm almost tempted to say they need to make a woman show. Why not throw them an hour? See how it goes. You know what I mean? Give to. them something because I feel like they, you know, they have enough talent right now. Ooh, that they, they could really do something like if if they rest. if they, they but they gotta but then they would have to set then no longer would they be two women's champions. It would have to be one women's champion, and then like See, I told, like we, we said like before, card ladies and a world champion. No, but I, that's what I said. You know, remember, we had brought up in, in previous episodes that I think that they should be like a women's version of the Intercontinental Title. And that would compensate if they did that, but kind of like what AEW does with the uh, TBS championship. With the TBS championship, exactly. Yeah. So we're trucking along. Uh, nobody surprising right out right out of the gate, except Roxanne Perez comes out. Little spunky spark plug Spitfire comes out. Uh, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, back to back shocker. That is your ladies' tag team champions, ladies and gentlemen. In case you forgot, because they don't defend it. Unfortunately, Dakota Kai did get a uh, injured uh, exiting the match, so she's going to be out for hiccup. So I guess we're not going to see a defense of that for any time soon. <clears throat> we have newly reconstructed nose Natalie or Natalia, excuse me, Candice LeRae, Joey Starks from NXT, Zaylee, Becky Lynch, who immediately, of course, goes after the damage control. But let's uh, say, you know, with that being mentioned, let's say that damage control up until that point was fucking dominating the damn Rumble. Oh, I was going to, yeah, I was going to get to that, but yes, they were the most dominant group, if you will. They were just chucking people left and right, um, trucking along, and I, that's what they needed. That's what the hell they needed to do. And no offense to the ladies prior to them, but if, if it yeah. was somebody that wasn't an Emma, for example, is one of them, uh, you know, Natalia was one of them at one point later on. Uh, if, if you got somebody that's middle of the road and not going to win anyway, have them beat the shit out of her chucker that to make them look better. Could not agree more with that booking. Uh, Tegan Knox comes in. Uh, a new and improved, allegedly, Asuka with a fantastic um, mask. Different Love hairdo. I would say she had a persona dark Asuka one time. I don't know if they're calling her that. Uh, but different makeup all together. And, Love it. Uh, spoiler alert, in the last three. Uh, then they give 
do drop her name back. Yeah, they did, yes. Given, thank God. Word up. Um, nobody Mina. Here comes Tamina. Uh, Chelsea Green, who was the quickest elimination in I, I know for a fact the women's. I don't know if if she, if she beat out uh, Santino. No, she did not. Yeah, she did not. Okay, <laughs> Zelina comes in dolled up. I guess she is a character on a fighting game now. So uh, underrated. Uh, uh, fucking... I, yeah, Zelina? they didn't do enough. Oh yeah, Zelina Vega is so underappreciated and 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 shit. And, <laughs> and I tell you, I, I was <laughs> it was and I brought this. I I, I text. Uh, just Jesse, when I was watching it, but I was watching the the table for three, where it was her, Rhea, and and um, yeah, and Bel Air, and, and She's so fucking funny, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because she's doing like the English, like she's doing it. the English accent there with them. You know what I'm saying? It, it's so funny. You know what I mean? Like she's she's so underrated, and people forget that. She was the one who made Andrade a viable nigga when he came into WWE. Yeah. It was because that she it was her voice talking for that nigga that made him seem like a a a bigger deal. He had the in-ring work, but she made it work out. Yeah, no, but that was just it. You know what I'm saying? The in-ring work backed him up, but it was her who made him seem like it was something and he needed he needs a voice because we saw when he went to AEW he's still the same in-ring worker but without a, a, a voice piece it wasn't shit yeah and the bad so, thing is they tried to even put Vicky Guerrero with him at one time you gotta be fucking kidding me yeah man. you know what I mean everybody that they've tried with him so far has been a fucking like she was the best thing that ever happened to it. And now look, she's doing the same thing with Legato Fantasmo. It's almost the same exact presentation and yet it still works because you got Selena Vega there. Agreed. So, so shout outs to the little Puerto Rican Spitfire. Spitfire. Trying to smack you smack. All and right, she's so going to be on a video game too so you give a prize. Oh yeah, dude. Can't argue that at all. So then Raquel Rodriguez Gonzalez Sanchez Smith Mia Yim, um, the 20th version of Lacey Evans. And then a funny thing, they had mentioned early on that Michelle McCool was in the front row with her kids. Her music hits. She looks around like, what the fuck? The music he's playing, so she says, fuck it. Takes off her shirt, which she had wrestling stuff underneath. Wrestling gear right underneath, luckily. There was no... No, no uh, cat issue as far as like when she flashed everybody in the pay-per-view. Sorry, Jerry Lawler. Um, and then she goes in and actually has a good showing. All right. she she's she's very, she's always been done. talented. Yeah. I've never been a fan of hers personally, right? But that's one thing that I could give her is that she's always been very talented in, in what she did in the ring. And, uh, and, um, the fuck was I just about to say about her? That's what all two people want to know. Mm. Or if you include ourselves. Fuck. I just, you know, I, I got caught up in the, <laughs> I, the... I still got the TV on, so I started looking at the TV and it caught me... I started looking at what it was on TV. You gotta put you like in a, in a very dark room when we do this shit. Yeah, I gotta be in a, <laughs> a pitch black, a pitch black room. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mountain Dew. 
Break him a pitch black room. So she comes in, has a good little showing. And somebody I Oh, I remember, I remember. I'm yeah, sorry. Dude. I'm sorry, Steve. I remember you're good, dude. You're that good. she looks fucking amazing for her age right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll go with that. And having two kids, you know what I'm saying? So, to Michelle McCool. That's what that was. She did really uh, a match, too, I think. Yeah, she did. She wasn't a one and done. She was she was there for a while. Um, after her is one of my favorites. I wish they would just figure this chick out, or maybe she doesn't have it. That's Indy Hartwell. I mean, she's got the size. She's got the moves in the ring. I, her... Put her back with Dexter Loomis and get married and all that shit. Put the put the uh, the way back together, please. Put her back with um, Candace is what she needs. Yeah, put her back with Candace LeRae. Let them win the fucking women's the championship, yeah. tag team championships, and see where you go from there. Yeah, neither one of them win a singles title. So put them there and stop putting belts on the. Which is a shame. I want Candace LeRae to have her fucking. I'll go with Ray Mysterio run where she fucking wins the Rumble, you know, fucking does WrestleMania, wins the Women's Championship. I'm so pro Candice LeRae. I, I am too, but spoiler alert, it ain't this year. So then we have Sonya Deville, who gets, I don't know when this happened, but she posted it on her Instagram, I guess, where she, she got, got gashed, yeah. Really fucking deep, man. But continue the match. <laughs> she did. Shanti, the only chance Shanti had in the match is she could bring the tank in the match and use it against everybody else, but she didn't. Uh, then it's Nikki Cross. And then number 30 out of left field is Nia Jax. Mm. Now, I was pleased with this at first. I'm a, I'm a Nia Jax supporter, and I'm sorry that a couple years ago she broke her hole. But... Um, <laughs> They, the way they used it was she gets in the ring, she's spouting off to everybody, telling everybody she's going to whoop their ass. So what does everybody do? Right. They whoop her ass. Now they do I mean, they, they, had, they, they, they all had and... to attack her, you know, remind you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same that they've done with it. I love that spot oh, because it's the they same that they've ass. done with every big-ass nigga, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and rumbles and shit. So big it's show. only right that they do it with her, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I thought it was great. Yeah. She breaks free from the original onslaught, but then the onslaught gets her. They kick her out pretty fast. She hit a certain way. I was wondering if she was going to spout off the same fantastic. I was waiting for that thank shit, man. God, everyone, she did not break her hole again. So I wanted her to. I, I wanted her to say that shit so fucking badly. You know what I'm saying? I thought it would have been the 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 cherry on the top of her appearance. Would have been if she said, "Oh, oh what, what, my butt." Is my she said, hole, my hole. But she said was, "butthole." It wasn't just hole. It was yeah, like butthole. Well, depends like, on which version you watch, because WWE got it there pretty quick. But yes, she broke her butthole. And so I thought that was great, but you know, it, it, it was it was good it at hurts. the same time. It was good to see her back. Yeah, I've never been a fan of her in ring work, but I always thought she was a great character. She's a great character. She, I, I, and JJ always talked about her going back to NXT for a year or so. Get less green because let's be honest, she does put other people's health in jeopardy at times. That's the problem, and, and, that's, and that's the, the only problem about it is that even if you're going to keep injuring people, no, you need fucking more work, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, go but, to NXT, but then the problem you go yeah, to NXT. One of the past like, injuries wasn't even her fault; it was the other person's fault. I'm not saying all of them. 
No, right. absolutely not. No, no, I didn't say all of them. But she's been in too many scenarios where it was her. She's been in a lot of scenarios so, where it was her. Yeah, it wasn't just one thing like, oh, out of three years, only, you know, one hurt one person. No, honey. You, you and the one, and, and, and at that, that one of the ones that she did turned out to make the other bitch fucking even more badass later yeah, on. Made but, her the man, didn't it? But you know what I'm saying? It's still you you still did it. You know what I'm saying? And regardless of how good the outcome was, you know what I'm saying? You still it's still you can't be fucking doing that shit. You know what I mean? You broke her nose, but what happens next? You know, where does that escalate? So we get down to the final four. Rhea, Nikki Cross, little spunky. Uh Asuka and Liv, it goes down to the threesome. They're all this ended fantastically. With, I thought it was uh, a great ending sequence uh, between the three Oscar, of them. You know what I'm saying? Liv, Rhea, whether you like these women or not, all three easily could have won it, and it would have been, oh, okay, got it. Um, so Asuka decides to, it's a time to break that little pill and try to spray some mist into Rhea's eyes. Rhea, How the fuck she keeps that in her mouth? All match, and, and the same way for Muda, the same way for Hakushi, all the niggas that ever spit somebody and spit that mist in somebody's face. I don't know how you keep it in your fucking mouth the whole fucking match without fucking it breaking break. it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But she misses her target. She hits your future ex-wife. Here's Morgan. my boo. Uh, then Rhea dispatches of Asuka. Weird thing about this, when Oscar had the spats, he's still looking up at both of them grinning. So I thought that was a very weird segment. But then uh, she's hanging, uh, Rhea is hanging by a thread on both, on the top row with both hands. But unfortunately, Morgan can't take advantage because she's blinded by the mist. And Rhea wins. The outcome was not surprising, in my opinion, but I thought the match was still very, very good. You know, it, it, what it is is that for a person who who knows the business and looks at it and says, Who's, who was the best person to win, it's not surprising at all that Rhea Ripley won. But because those same people know how the WWE does, at the same time, it was surprising that they actually went with the right choice. You know what I'm saying? Not gonna argue that. Not gonna argue at all. But see, the problem with the Royal Rumble, in my opinion, and, and actually JJ and I talked about it before going to the Hacienda on Saturday to watch with the fam. You, this is almost reverse booking because you know the winner is gonna go to WrestleMania and and face whoever they want. So it's almost like okay, what is gonna do best ratings wise at WrestleMania, male and female. And what's going to do the biggest draw? So that's good, but it's bad because it will take out three quarters of your field. No, but it it takes out. But still, you know what I'm saying. They've they've thrown left hooks at us. You know what I'm saying because nobody thought as much as Rey Mysterio and his fucking you know his thrive to go for and represent Eddie. Nobody thought that nigga was going to win that shit. But he did, you know what I'm saying? Chris Benoit the year before, you know what I'm saying? Nobody thought he was really going to win that shit. So they do, they are, it does give you the opportunity to throw curveballs at people. Um, I think 
this year, it's just stabilizing everything. You know what I mean? It's just, let's get everybody back in our favor. We're going to do the right thing for the fans. And I think that's where the, the, they're just coasting right now. So to get out of the waters that they are with, with Vince and all the bullshit that's happened all year through the pandemic. So I, I think that that's what they were, that's the mindset that everybody's in, in WWE. And I think it's the right thing to do. I actually didn't think Cody was going to win that shit. I tell you, and especially again, until he came out to the last, at 30, and then it was three, like, yeah, of course he's going to win it. It was Cody, it was Seth, it was Gunter. So you really could have pointed your finger at any of them, especially the, the run they were given Gunter. You could have ran any of those three and been okay with it, in my opinion. But they did so many montages of Cody, and rightly so. He's a draw. So, of course, he's going to be built up there. And during the match with the men, they they set up Seth's opponent, in my opinion, WrestleMania, which is going to be Logan, Logan Paul. Paul, who's the one that ditched it. So... Which um, I'm okay with as well. And I and I think, you know, and I think that they're... they're they're doing they, with Logan Paul. They're making. They're doing the best way that they could build him into like a legitimate superstar. Is giving him the best people to work with. They're gonna make him look great. Yep. So uh, you know, I, I, right now you can't look at what the WWE is doing and say, "Now nah, you're doing the wrong thing." Motherfuckers. I think everything went exactly the way it should have. And, you know, I'm still, like, right now, it, as it should have, what the Royal Rumble should do is get you amped for WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And they right now, I'm amped for WrestleMania. I agree. JJ? I enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I, I enjoyed the, I don't know. I, I thought they did you a lot. What you enjoyed? Huh? You don't know what you enjoyed? I the whole thing. Actually, well, no, I'm not gonna say the whole thing. I, I think out of everything, I enjoyed the uh, Royal Rumble the most. Uh, Which one? Huh? Which one? The men's Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, fantastic. Um, highly impressive. The the, the what's whole... funny is that I thought the women's one got more over in the building. At the time, you know, I mean, when I say in the building, I mean our house. Uh, I thought the women's rumble got more over ladies. Well, you know, but you You know, know. (laughs) I I I thought that there was more. I felt like everybody was more, especially those in the building that are not regular wrestling fans, were more into the women's rumble than than they were to the men's. I'm not gonna argue that point. All I know is that where Rhea won, I went eight shit. So, <laughs> well, that's her. That's her crush. So. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's Double J's women. Uh, crush. Like if she came to me in a dark alley and said, "Steve, am I your crush?" I'd look to make sure JJ's not around. I would say yes because I'm scared <laughs> that she'd beat my ass. No, and maybe I'd enjoy the beating. Who knows? You know, it's like thank you, sir. Can I have another? But anyway, I would, I would be like uh, if she if she asked me, that, I would be like maybe like. Ten years ago, when you were still a blonde, I would have, I would have said yes. He has but, evolved, nah. and I'm telling you what, dude, those shoulders are no motherfucking joke. Nah, nah, I'm not a big fucking, dude, but no. I don't think she'd have any. Her fucking thighs, like bro. You know what I'm saying? Her thighs look like she would crush your head. You know what I'm saying? 
she needs to do one of those watermelon challenges where she puts the watermelon. I think she crushed it in two seconds. What? The thing with her is like when, when she doesn't have all that makeup on and whatever grease they put in her hair to make it look like that. She's, uh, she's, yeah. she, she is a pretty lady, in, but, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and because me and mommy. can ask for days. Me and mommy were watching the like I told you we were watching the 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 press conference afterwards, and I showed her. I was like, "Look, you see how much more pretty she looks because she didn't have as much makeup on during the press conference as she did during the Mm -hmm. during the match." So I was like, "You see how much prettier she is without the makeup?" And she was like, "Yeah, but she still looks like a guy to me." And I was like, "Nah." And and then and I told her, "If you You saw, all of you listening, we don't agree with that." You know, you know what I'm saying? That's just you know. Mama, uh, Mama Turnbucks and Brad Snuck's opinion. Uh, but when she was like, like I remember looking at things uh, after the Rumble on the WWE Network, and they would show her like really, really back in the day when she was a blonde and shit, like oh, yeah. she was just fresh yeah. coming out. That was a beautiful bitch. Like yeah. all this fucking, you know, tattoos and black and you know what I mean, like and the gauges, all that shit is. I hate that shit. You know what I mean. I, I I like the tattoo. I I love tattoos. Nice. She's still pretty though. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want to say that. But it's that dark makeup that they put on her, and then that greasy hair look that she's got going on right now. That I to me is what's. And I get it. They're trying to make her seem more like a you know like a beast or whatever, but more gothic and and things like right. that. Yeah. More badass. I get it. Which works for her totally. You know what I'm saying? It totally works for her. You know what I'm saying? Like she's. And and I can't, you know what I mean? Like we can't point out any time when she wasn't killing it because even from from started from NXT UK all the way through NXT to to now, I can't think of a time where Rhea Ripley was not fucking killing it. Right. And the fact that she chose, and, and uh, as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll I'll you know stop right there before we get to the next fucking segment. You're gonna collaborate and listen. Yes. Or I'm gonna, you know, stop in the name of love. One of those two. Or There's you know what I'm saying? It might be hammer Facebook time. Who goes, knows? Exactly. It was like somebody posted on Facebook one time. <laughs> Complete what I'm thinking. Stop. Dot dot dot. So many answers. Just dude, I loved it. It was fucking. No, I, that was. I saw a meme that it was like, you know, when somebody says stop, I don't know if I if it's hammer time, if Man, I should collaborate and listen, or if it's in the name of love. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's the Royal Rumble. It was, it, I, I think it was great. And everybody, hey, 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 I think congrats. the fucking, the general conception. We're not done yet. Oh, we're not. Oh. Are you fucking What the fuck is wrong right with now? me? Yes. No, I fucking lost my mind. Please, Scuba Steve. Continue, B. What the hell? Yeah. All right. We have. <laughs> Look, that's how good those, those fucking rumbles was that I forgot the oh, best okay. part of the whole shit. Go ahead, Steve. So, so all two of you, not sure if you know, but we live in uh, on the East Coast where at 11.45, the Tribal Chief finally comes out to acknowledge, or be acknowledged, with Sammy only. He tells the rest of the group, nope, it's me and Sam. We're good. Love Sam it. Sam and KO have the usual, and, and it's, I hate saying it this way, but these guys, start during the pandemic, and it was sad that people weren't there live watching, have yeah. had... Sorry, Seamus, banger after banger after banger. Yes. And it's all these st- different stipulations, but fantastic. This was no different at all. There was some great teases here and there during the match. That, hey, fuck, 
is there going to be a title change? There wasn't, but let's let's all kind of be honest. I don't I don't know if anybody would have bet the rent money that Kale was going to leave it. We were all looking at one human being, and he wasn't even in the fucking match, and that was Sammy Zane. And he played not one part during the whole fucking match. And still was the most important person in the fucking building. The whole fucking match. The Travel Chief uh, wins it. Then afterwards, of course, starts beating the living shit out of KO. Here comes no, but let's start. But let's start with, let's start with the fact that after the match and they were celebrating, when Jay Uso was about to indoctrinate fucking Sammy with the fucking lay, Roman said, "No, no, 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 wait, not just yet." Then they started to beat the shit out of fucking KO, handcuffed to the top rope, about to to wail on him with with they. He got the super kick party of his lifetime. <laughs> That's a party you don't want to get invited to. And then um <laughs> and then fucking uh was about to get the chair shot of a lifetime. Agreed. And then oh and then my god. His brother from another mother. Sammy steps the fuck up. Tries to tell the tribal chief, you're above this. This is above you. You don't need to do this. You've proven yourself, blah, blah, blah. And then he gives Sammy the chair and says, you're right. I shouldn't do this. You should. Sammy hesitates, hesitates. The tribal chief gets in his grill, yells at him, screams at him. And then finally, Sammy's like, fine, I'll do it. And he does the unthinkable or what all of us thought he was going to do. He lays out the travel chief with the chair shot, looks at Jay remorsefully and says, I'm sorry. Jimmy comes in. And not only that, but that Jay seems the most fucking Distraught. destroyed by the fact that he did it. You know what I'm saying? He like, goes, why, man? Why? He's supposed to be my brother, not his brother. You know what I'm saying? All this emotion out of Jay Uso. Who, what's funny is I meant to, I have a meme that I meant to send you guys, but it's Jay Uso, and behind them is all this Oscar shit, and it says best supporting <laughs> actor. Right. I can't argue <laughs> that at all, man. You know what I mean? So, and, and then, so, and then, you're right. Then the the last nigga that you expect to clip this nigga was Jimmy Uso, and Jimmy immediately super kicked that nigga, and then goes for the fucking and him and fucking uh, Solo go ham on on um on Sammy. And the whole time this is going on, now you have Jay in the corner. And you see the emotion on this nigga's face like, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. Yeah. And then at some point, Jimmy catches a wind of that and looks at him and goes, what are you doing, Oos? What, what the fuck is going on? Let's, you know what I mean? think he's going to jump in and fuck him up some more, right? And Jay Uso walks the fuck out the ring and out the arena. Bitches. And 
they uh they fuck up Sammy some more a little bit, and uh, that's of course Solo Jimmy, and, and, and then the most Bible. fucking and and then the most like telling him, and I loved everything about this, but this nigga Roman takes the fucking lay and starts sprinkling the flowers on this cat. Now, while he's doing this, the crowd is chanting fuck you, Roman. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how invested in this fucking shit that the the, the crowd is at at this point, that they're screaming fuck you, Roman, that the, the announced team, if you look at them, it's like, oh shit! You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, these niggas is really cursing. Even they couldn't, they couldn't phase it out either. WWE could not edit it. It was hilarious. No. Sorry, JJ. No, I was gonna say even Roman stood there for a second, like, oh shit! And that's when he started throwing the flowers on him. Like, he worked it better, didn't he? Oh fuck yeah. me! Oh no, no, fuck you! Right. And, and that's what I love about Roman Reigns is that he can lean into some bad guy shit. They should have never made him a babyface. He should have always been a heel. He's such a great fucking heel. Was it you or JJ said in an interview when they finally, you know, he's back on top and he's just like, "Hey, they let me be me." One of you guys told me that in an interview. I did not see it. We were talking about it. Was when we were talking about that show that they did on USA about what was it, Evil? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a. And when they did the Roman Reigns episode, I remember because the Usos had said it. They said. You know, it, it it's not that that's you know what I'm saying. That's who he is, and once he let him be who he was, he's really a dick. So let that be a dick, and it made him great. <laughs> but it, you know what I'm saying. Like even though I didn't want to see the storyline end so quickly, like I wanted to go another really? fucking month or two. This is one of the, the greatest long games I've seen in WWE. In no, it, it really is a great fucking storyline, like. And who would have thought that Sami Zayn would be the catalyst of that? You know what I mean? Like, like it was going great, and, and that's that. The storyline, the 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 head of the table shit was a good storyline by itself. But that somewhere along the line, we were going to throw in this monkey wrench of Sami Zayn, and that was going to make it the greatest fucking thing on earth. Who nobody could have seen that coming. No. Who was it, Sami? Saying, hey guys, or was it Triple H? Did they, no, but when did Sammy come in? Was it pre Vince or post Vince? It did was pre Vince. Have a thumb on this? Okay. I don't well, think I guess, so. I guess I, that show it was, it, it was definitely pre Vince. It was definitely, it was definitely before he it's left. It's at least been eight months. Because remember, he did that conspiracy thing for a little bit. But they said, remember, you know what I'm saying, and Sammy has talked about it, that they didn't, it was only supposed to go for a little bit, and, yeah. it, and it wasn't going to go as long as it did until I remember that. there was like a specific, I don't remember what the specific event was, that everything went crazy, that they Sammy said, oh, we got to keep going with this, you know what I'm saying? But at first, like, he was ready to stop that shit, like, I was, I was done with that shit in a minute. But it just it just blew up, and you know nobody could deny it. Well, the Usi helped. He's not he's not feeling Usi. Man, you know, that that just took it to the next to level crack, because before that it, it was really going that good, but that fucking segment it, that's merchandising. You know what I'm saying? And you know that's where Vince was like, "Yo, I love this shit right here." This is in in, in the words of Vince, "That's some great shit right there." 
Yeah. Okay. So for clarification, May 27th was the first time that Sami Zayn was actually recorded with the bloodline. May 27th. Wow. His opponent from St. Petersburg, Florida, 231 pounds, Barry Horowitz. All right. So we're back here. Turn bunch of brass nuts. Scuba Steve, Double yeah. J, Just Jesse, Brock Bradley. Uh We just finished talking about. Uh, I, I figured what was the the best Royal Rumble in many years since since at least two thousand five. I know two thousand five was always my favorite uh, Royal Rumble, but that's what I've been saying too. It's my favorite in a really long time. Yeah, it was the it was really good. Although I can say that the the women's Royal Rumbles. This is only the third one, I want to say, right? Yeah. They've always been good. Now, did you yeah. like the 2005 because that's where uh, Vince fucked up his, his legs? It is. Or did you enjoy it when John and... and uh, it was the whole... It was the whole... It was because <clears throat> they, they, they had so many great spots, like when, when at one point SmackDown and Raw split off in the ring and they went at each other... Um, there was the spot with with the fucking uh the Iraqi dude that the fucking that didn't last because hey, he did Jake? the stupid shit. No, 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 no. The there was that cat that you know what I'm saying he had a great Little look. Guy. Fucking Middle Eastern, he was Italian. I got which, which was fucked up. But he played a Middle Eastern cat, and then they did that shit on SmackDown when he uh. Where his where his cats like fucking jumped the Undertaker, and from there, you know, he lost his career. Yep. There, there was that one spot where they all attacked him and threw him out. There were a lot of good spots in the 2005 uh, Royal Rumble. You guys got to check it out. There was also um, Eddie Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, and fucking Bob Holly were totally teasing everybody and slapping the shit out of their chests. For a good fucking thirty minutes. Yeah, you're talking three of the most vicious, right? Especially Bob Holly, because Bob Holly is for fucking uh, being stiff as fuck. But Scuba Steve, where, where where do we go after the Rumble? Dude, I don't know. As good as that was, it's a shower. But then we do come back, <laughs> and and I enjoyed it. Was on a Saturday. I know Brock, you're not thrilled about it, but. I enjoyed that it was a Saturday. But that leads us into Monday. <clears throat> Why I tell you, I have not anticipated watching a non-WrestleMania Raw, if you know what I mean, than this yep. one. Okay. <clears throat> so it because you could have come out with the bloodline, you could have come out with Cody, you could have come out with Rhea, and all of them would have been the right choice to start your show. But they're gonna bring in Cody Rhodes, who I tell you what, he has learned to work a crowd like a some bitch, and it's interesting. JJ caught it, and I, I didn't at first. Uh, he 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 starts it off with, "What do you want to talk about?" Well, I don't know, Cody. Yeah, you, you want the Royal Rumble, you dumb bastard. So I guess we're gonna talk about that. He did make comment that that bugged me a little bit, but I'm so glad that he got interrupted actually by the Judgment Day, and. Finn comes in and, and whines and hey, you did this. To, I did this before you. I did this for you. And he said, I don't like how you said you outlasted thirty people because let's be honest, he was number thirty to not last out. Last thirty. Correct. People. That's that's Rhea. 
outlasted 29 other people. So, but it was a good little gimmick. It led into a first time ever, oddly enough, uh, match at the end with Cody and Finn. Which is amazing. Yeah, no, no kidding. But then, my poor Chad Gable. I, I love you so much, Chad. But they're getting into the matches to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. I love what they're doing. The Elimination Chamber they're setting up right now is for the U.S. Championship. So it's going to be Austin Theory and, what, five other guys, I think? So six total. So they're doing some qualifiers, which um, I like. But unfortunately, Seth Rollins and Chris Chad Gable. too much. Based off who qualified already, I'm very, like, surprised – well, and you can tell that that, and this is to 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 point out to what you know, uh, Double J was alluding to. Like she has the fear that some things are starting to seem Vincey. Yeah. Yeah. The, the selection yeah. so far is not Vincey at all. The what? The selection of who made it to the to the uh, elimination, who qualified for the elimination chamber so far is not Vincey at all. Not yet. How do you figure? Well, well, let's let's start. We talked about it during this. What was the first match? It was Seth versus Chad Gable. I love Chad, and they give him so many near falls. But can we all just be honest? We knew Seth was going to take it. Yeah. Will they get? I tell you what. If I got ten dollars every time I said, "Will they give Chad Gable a fucking win?" For God's sake, I would not be on this podcast earning nothing. So. But it was a good match. It had to be a good match. These two are fantastic, and it was great. And it was, it was. I loved it. Uh, and hold, please. You okay, buddy? Keep going. That wasn't you. Uh, so, so Seth wins in a fantastic match. If you want to grade it, it's an A. But. It, again, I just felt bad for Chad putting over another guy. JJ, to give Brock a little time, what did you think about this? I mean, of course it was going to be a good match. You knew who was going to win. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But it was a good match. I mean, you've got two star fucking wrestlers in the ring. How could it not be a good match? Yeah, but let's say, I mean, all right, let's talk about it. You know I mean like Chad Gable is an amazing talent in the ring, but is he a star? Sheesh! Sheesh he had a I, little run where they were really pushing him. And I think that's just stupid, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it makes you a great heel if you want people to hate you, yeah? But are you a star, man? You know what I'm saying? And I don't think Chad Gable has, and and I think that once again he's an he's an amazing talent, and I think that they wasted shit with him. They could have they could have done the whole thing differently and made him, and and by now he would have been a star. But up until this point, he you know he hasn't done anything great, and that might be his fault or not his fault. But at this point, you know what I mean? He's not a star. He's a, a great talent, but he's not a star. So the fact that um, Seth Rollins won is not surprising, but still, the fact that Chad Gable continues to to give great matches, I think, will work with for him as long as eventually they create a character for him 
other than this huge stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, who? Right now, he's the fucking mm-hmm. catalyst of the genius. God bless the dead, Lenny Pop. Yes. All right. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Because he does have a 4.0. Yeah. To me, is it just me or is Otis going to start doing his own shit, which we're going to, you know what, we're going to talk about it right now. Uh, They've given him the worm back. You remember he used to do the worm. He said he couldn't do the worm anymore. He gave him one opportunity to the worm like he's doing the worm. But during a quick little segment, which means absolutely nothing to most people, but I liked it. Where the maximum male models and Miss Dupree, I guess her name Ooh, is. Dupree? But what is she going to do with Otis? Now, that is the, the two guys are like, ugh, how grotesque. And she's like, oh no. She's looking at Otis like I do at a fucking chocolate cake, kid. Not sure what they're going to do, but let's do it. Let's pull the trigger. Sorry, Chad. I love you, but Otis is the man. So then we go. We, we I can't say anything bad about this because the fact that. Because Dakota Kai got injured, they couldn't defend the belts. But they have another singles match with Io Sky versus Candice LeRae. Um, the, I just hate the fact they don't actually defend the titles. And, yes, at this point they could not, but there's been week, 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 week. They could have. Uh, good match, damage control, of course, distraction, distraction, distraction. Even though LeRae had some backup with me Yim on the outside, but – it's still yeah, it, it, people on one side, that. one ex-person the other. It's like I on, think the wrong is... person that match. You know what I'm saying? I, I think should have let Candice that match, and you know because you're just making her fucking look whack. And both Mia Yim and Candice LeRae, who are great fucking talents, and I think are better than than Dakota Sky for one. You know what I'm saying? Now Io Shirai and Bailey are two other fucking stories, but I feel like. Me and him and fucking um, uh, Candice LeRae are better talents than. I, I, I'm not gonna disagree. Go to Sky. I, I'm so disappointed when they brought in uh, me and him. It was to take care of the <clears throat> Rhea problem. They gave him one match. That's all they gave him. When, yeah, they, they... when she first got brought in and she first hit uh, Rhea with Kendo, I'm like, and then she showed her face from the hoodie. I'm like. Fuck yeah. These two are going to go at it. Nope. Nope. Not really. Psych. So I agree with you. And what, what's funny about this, and, and you know, I, I'd like to y'all for, to bear witness on this, is that this is how great women's wrestling is right now on, on both fronts that Mia Yim as a performer, as great as she is, I don't think Either company, she would have fucking took off as a fuck because if she went to AEW, now she has to fuck with um, DMP and uh, Soraya, Tony Storm, Ruby Soho. It's a fucking, you know what I'm saying? This is the greatness of the women's wrestling movement right now is that as a women wrestler, you got to be the shit right now or else you're going to be. Somewhere in this lost fucking shit that me and him finds herself in. I can't argue that. But did they give her a chance, though? They gave her one Please do. They brought, do. They brought, they brought her all. in to take on Rhea because Rhea kept beating the fuck out of the OC. And it's like, <laughs> right. It only made sense that, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to pay because, and this is the, the, the problem is that they. 
They're coming up with all these great fucking storylines, but they're not giving us the payoff. Payoff? You're talking about payoff? Don't talk to me about playoffs. Don't talk about payoff. JJ, what do you think of the match before we continue? Payoff! Which match? No, we did go on a tangent. Yeah, and that's why I got lost. Candice LeRae and EO Scott. How can you forget one half of your tag team champion? It was all right. All right, well, we'll continue then. We have Baron Corbin versus Johnny Gargano with a surprise appearance from Loomis with an axe. Not a full-size axe, axe and decides that uh, J.D. is about to interfere. Oh, that's a better word for that. Thank you, sir. That, that was exactly what it was. My apologies. But he puts his shiny ice hatchet through JBL's hat, which was sitting on the commentary table when he was going to interfere, which gave enough distraction for Johnny Gargano to do a favorite move of some people, a surprise roll-up. Um, I like the outcome. I I tell you, Baron is doing whatever. He's being a good soldier. He's taking his losses. Um, but definitely uh, a fucking hand. You got to give him that. I'm telling you what. Hey, you want to come in with uh, the poor gimmick and you have mustard and shit on your shirt? Hey, you want to play the rich gimmick? You play the happy gimmick? You want to play this, the lone wolf gimmick? And he does it without, with you don't hear anything in the in the reports about him in the back saying this is bullshit. So, uh, Gargano won. I'm a big Gargano mark, so I'm gonna say yaha, but I, I don't know. I, I, they got Gar, Corbin is going to go the way of Chad Gable, and I don't want to see that. Somebody jump up. Gargano is what I'm more fucking worried about. Is is all right? You know what I'm saying? Like Corbin, you know what I'm saying? You are what you are. It, 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 you you could run with him if you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like he's not the greatest personality. Again, that's why they fucking put JBL with him in the first place. So you know what I'm saying? I feel like that he he understands that in the business, and he says, "Well, I'm fine where I'm at, so I'll go with whatever you tell me. As long as you keep paying me, I'll keep doing it." But the one that I worry about is Gargano and how they present him, because this is a super talented person um, with uh, a, an amazing pedigree. My concern more is how you present him than how you yeah. present Corbin. Yeah. Well, to me, Corbin's. Corbin is just like um, Shorty G and and Dolph uh, Ziggler and a lot of those people that you have in that you want your best guys to go against them because they are that fucking good that they can carry a match and make somebody look amazing. I can't agree more. I just very concerned... I see your concern, Brock, as far as Gargano. I am concerned I about think... Gargano, though, because it does seem like they've kind of put him on a back burner. Um, and, and they do. They need that push. I think if they go into their group, like uh, we were saying earlier, with um, what was the name of the group again, hon? DIY. No. No. The Way? The Way. Uh, way. DIY was him specifically with Champ. With Champ, yeah. Uh, and I think that that's another thing that, that you know, with Champa injured and with um, people like uh, like Adam Cole and, you know, 
Bobby Fish and shit like that in, in different companies now. There's no like if you have somebody a lot of little niggas, a bunch of little niggas with you to carry your shit and make it look dope, then people will fuck with you. But you can't be the little nigga on the big nigga roster and fucking try to catch up. It's like Ray Mysterio was the last nigga who could do that, and he was fucking Ray Mysterio. Yeah, but I mean, look at um. Uh, the guy from the Judgment Day, um, the the Irish guy, he's not a big guy. The only big one there is really um. Yeah, but he's not little at the same Damian time. Breeze. You know what I'm saying? He's he's just an average. He's an average sized person, but you know, it's other things that put him and that put him into that fucking next stratosphere. Things that he did, he accomplished elsewhere that gives him that fucking push where Gargano doesn't have that pedigree the same way, and. Definitely doesn't have the size. I bet you, if you look at, you'd be surprised to see Finn Balor and Gargano stand up to each other. And you'd be like, "Damn, uh, Gargano's even littler than I thought he was." He's a wee bubby. He's, you know what I mean. I wish they had. They need to bring him back to cruiserweight division. Two hundred five, baby. And make it something really special. And I think this is where he can he can flourish. I'm going with that. So. And not only make him, and this is, you know, excuse me, Super Steve, before you move on, not only make him the fucking, the the face of that division at first, but then make him the fucking figurehead behind it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So once he's accomplished what he did, now he's the fucking, he's like the commissioner of the fucking, that, that weight class. Right. Go ahead, Super Steve, take us forward. Yeah, we're going to truck it here. Hey, ah, ah. All right, so um, Miz uh, gets into it with a returning Rick Boom. Pointless. That was a waste of time. For Boom. real. Backer. 15 Stay to 20 in. minutes of my life fucking spent looking at this stupid ass nigga. I hate that nigga, man. I hate him. Who? Boom. Rick? Boom. Rick Booz. I hate that nigga, man. I hate him. I loved him with Nakamura, though. No, I never liked that nigga. you really feel about him. Bro, I hate that nigga, man. Bro, if I was, if I could shoot him right now, I would. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, he does not have a gun. He's just joking. So we get to another qualifier for the cage, the uh, Elimination Chamber. Bronson Reed, Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler, the best shape 50-fucking-year-old. But he still loses. He's fodder. Bronson Reed, it's a squash, pretty much. Not a surprise. So he's in the cage. Any any questions here? Comments? I will. I like I mean, it's, okay, so good. it's not a surprise based on who he was facing. But it is a surprise that they would put Bronson Reed in that position. And, uh, and as well as Cargano. I'm not surprised they put Gargano in it, but I am surprised that they put Bronson Reed. No, man. I was so surprised they let Gargano be in the fucking Elimination Chamber. What? He's one of your biggest... He's he's a big name. Like, a lot of people love him because of his NXT days. Right, but you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it just goes against what they usually do is what I'm saying. So, it is a surprise now 
for them to do it with him because I, I feel that this is that is something that is a total Triple H push because he loves Gargano. There you go, but he that's loves, why this is. But this yeah. is the point of of pointing out the differences of what Vince did and what Triple H does. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it, this is why it is a surprise because you know at the end of the day we're so fucking accustomed to being disappointed by the shit that Vince used to do. To be actually, oh man, this is the perfect. This is exactly who I wanted you to put in there, and they're in there. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. But still, and, and, and at the same time, Dolph Ziggler is such a fucking amazing talent that has See, gotten wasted. And I'm not. I, I cannot stand him. To me, he's sleazy, and just I can't stand him. But he is a great person in the ring. It, to me, he reminds me a lot of Jericho. Like Jericho, before he left WWE, it was all he just, you know, putting people over, putting people over. But you could but look not who you could Exactly. Look who you're comparing him to. Yeah. One of the, one of the greatest niggas of all time. And I don't think anybody can sell like fucking Dolph Ziggler sells. Yeah. Scuba Steve, do you agree? I'm going to totally agree, actually. Which segues into our final match of the evening. Uh, we got Cody versus Finn. Fantastic match. Shenanigans galore, which brings out, uh, of course, Edge. And something we did not mention about Royal Rumble, Beth Phoenix is back, spearing the fuck out of people. And Rhea being her main target. So, Cody in a fantastic match. Uh, I love what they did, too. He wins clean for the for himself, but it takes him. He does a, a crossroads three times to really put the nail in the coffin to make Finn, in my opinion, look even tougher because it took three of his finishers. Uh, but this thing was a fucking great match. I loved it. Uh, both sides equal. Uh, but, again, it was another th- situation where Edge comes out and spears. Uh, Excon Don and uh, Beth comes out and spears uh, Rhea, which really was too. And uh, only thing about the 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 first spear at the Rumble was they didn't pay it off with Beth appearing in the Rumble. Wasn't that odd? Very odd. Because Edge was in the men's. Right, you know what I'm saying. So it was almost pointless to have done it. If you were going to have that payoff, and my only assumption is that a judgment day, or I mean, uh, here at the fucking, um, not judgment day, but the fucking um, elimination chamber, there's going to be some kind of match like that between the four of them. I don't know if you can. I think it has to be a war games. I don't know if you can do elimination chamber with, with that. Kind of no, what I'm saying is Edge and uh, his wifey and Rhea and Dom. Yes, I think that you know, like a like you know, a mixed tag at the at the Elimination Chamber would be where you want to go with it. I agree. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. All right, so that ends Raw. Cody on top. This will be the quickest rundown of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to AW 
Dynamite. Thank you, Jimmy. All right. So we start right out of the gate. Hangman Page, John Moxie, one on one again. They're one to one. Uh, and fuck. Uh, Mox. It's so funny because the announcers say it's Mox and his dad. The problem is, you look in the crowd. He's coming to the crowd. It's actually Mox, Hero Yuta, behind him, and then his dad. I didn't realize that Yuta knew his mom. But anyway, that's a different script. But but this this thing's a hard hitting match. Tables, chairs, oh my! But Mox comes out in the end with the W. Guys, talk to me. My only question on this one, and it was a good match. Um, is that the the ending of it? I don't know if it was anticlimactic. Yeah, but but not only that, but it was was it designed to look like that, or do these people really like? Because that nigga fucking Hangman Page walked out that fucking set like he really had a problem with what the fuck happened. Yeah. So is did. that is that a work or is that a shoot? You know what I'm saying? It's because he's been working the angle where he's been. Talking to the wife, saying, "Hey, is he okay? I understand the concussion, blah blah blah." And he lost on a roll up, which is funny, but you know what I mean. It's it's what happens, you know what I'm saying. But otherwise, it was a good match, you know what I mean. It was oh, just... they, they, I agree. I thought it was fantastic. The funny part too, though, if you watched it, the AEW production company is not as good as WWE. They totally bust Moxley in the corner, cutting himself in the forehead. <laughs> See, this is where I had a problem with the match because I'm tired of that shit already. I'm tired of seeing fucking Moxley bleeding all over the place. I'm, I'm just, I'm becoming less and less of a Moxley fan the more I see him. I'm just, meh. To me, he's very meh. And we were talking about, you know, your power hitters like Gunther. Gunther still has a lot more to give in the ring than freaking Moxley does. I don't know about all that, but I mean, I, I you know, and and here's where my problem with the man himself is is because I always because <clears throat> like he almost like to me he almost left WWE because they wouldn't let him fuck himself up as much as he wanted to. And I'm like, but why the fuck would you want to do that in the first place, me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't make no goddamn sense. But uh, according, uh, uh, you know, if you knew this thing the way he does, that's what he likes. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be fucking hit with fucking blades and all types of shit than fucking regular yeah, fucking. You see wrestling. some of his death matches? Fucking pizza cutters! Oh my lord, dude! Come on. But yeah, sick best. It, it was even like I don't know if you, you know, what I'm saying like. Me myself, I used to watch fucking Total Bellas or the Total and the and the and all them shits. You know what I'm saying? Total Divas. I used to watch all that shit. And like there was one time when I don't remember what it was that somebody did while they were outside in the restaurant, and this nigga Mox chased a nigga legit down the fucking street. Hmm. So he's legit crazy like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just I I don't vibe with that crazy man energy that he's got. It's not for me. He I mean he's one of the greatest promos too, man. You know what I mean? Like that fucking energy that he gives off when he's like, there's nothing phony about him, and I think that that's what people attract themselves to. Is there's nothing? There's no lie 
in John Moxley. You know what I'm saying? Every time that he presents himself and says things to people, you know that it's not a wrestling nigga. It's not Hulk Hogan giving you a brother speech. It's a nigga telling you, I, bro, I feel like this for real, and I will show you that this is how I really feel. Yeah, I don't know. He, I, he's just not my cup of tea. Let's keep moving. We've got five minutes. Well, you got it on the TV. Here we go. All right, so the next one's just set up match. It's uh, acclaimed versus Bronies. Jabronis lose, of course, badly. The guns come in. They yell at Billy for being a bad dad, alcoholic, whatever, which leads to him taking a match saying, yes, the acclaimed will yeah, uh, stupid. Uh, I, blah, blah, blah. I, my favorite part of that was the Jabroni team. That legit oh, yeah. did look like fucking Beverly Remember Brothers. <laughs> I, I was like, yes, that's exactly what these fucking guys look like, and I love them for it. You know what I mean? Other than that, uh, you know, I, I see a turn between uh, Daddy Ass, and I'm not yeah, with dude. that. I don't like it either. Uh, JJ, any comment? Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for Daddy Ass to break off from them yet, but you mm. know. It is whatever. Yeah. All right, so then we go to the machine, Brian Cage, uh, and we got Texita. Uh, you know what? Uh, every week that I see this nigga Brian Cage, I earn way more respect because this is a nigga who's a brolic nigga like fucking Batista and John Cena, but this cat can fucking work. Yeah, he's I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree. He loses though. It was a great Batista. match. He had to was... a lot of time, so. No, and the week before with Brian Danielson, he had another great fucking match. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, big I, ups I to it. fucking Brian Cage, but, you know, uh, obviously the star is whatever the fucking Japanese cat's name was. I can't fucking say it. Agreed. Takeshda. Repeat after me. Takeshda. Takeshda. Thank you. Namaste. Shinsuke. All right, come on. <laughs> Don't be a jackass. Let's go. Come on. All right. Jackasses galore. Brian Danison and Toothless Timmy. Timmy Thatcher from NXT UK NXT. Fantastic fucking match. Um, the announcers put over Timmy very well, letting you know that this isn't his first rodeo. Again, Brian Danielson must win to get his title shot and does. But this is a technical wizardry at its best. Uh, I loved it. Danielson wins. Go. Great match. Um, there's a reason why uh, Timothy Thatcher is not a big player is because he's as fucking gray as you could be in a fucking ring. A great, you know what I'm saying? You're a great technical cat, but you look like you're somebody's fucking drunk uncle. Sorry, uncle. <laughs> we always loved you. So, yeah, I mean, but still, Good match, you know. Nobody expected a, a different outcome. So there you go. No. All right. Well, that's gonna let me let Brock finish the show. That's it. Oh, oh that's it. That, yeah. You I know, told you uh, this is gonna be the quickest recast of all time. <laughs> I wasn't even ready. So, for myself, the brolic one, Scuba Steve. Yeah! And Double J Just Jesse. Yeah. 
So thank you for fucking finally chiming in. This has been Turnbucks and Brass Nucks. We will see you next week with some more wrestling bullshit. Yeah. Heavyweight primate with a Harvard mind. Blood filled with a citrus mixture of orange lime. Pussy drip when the thought of action come to mind. Born to ride when the spring summer shine. Bonafide, eyes wide running high. You don't want the revolution to be televised. Terrified from the Arab Mountain death camps. With the iron burning high, give you chest stamps. Phone calls with the cloth over the mouthpiece. With or without lead, burn about an ounce cheap. To the neck like a razor for the stubble. Raise aside the struggle, blazing in a huddle. Yeah, dig a hole through the lamb in it. Leather slippers in the sand, motherfuckers couldn't stand in it. Myself on the back, don't fake the funk on the nasty dunk shack I attack. Close the window to your soul, weed inside my lung burn. These old suckers getting placed into a young urn. Specialized like the little bus. Use my chubby little finger for us to stimulate the clitoris. King Kong ain't got shit on us. I'm out here getting it for real while you motherfuckers fill a bus. Weed in my finger flicker, I'm on a solo mission. Started at pole position, eyes on a long division. As it burn my thumb, I roll another one. Quite persistent, that's why they call me my mother's son. Shoot the gold gift, leave your hoe stiff, make your hoe sniff. Hootie in a blowfish, I'll play the cold kid. Cause every motherfucker in here rockin' low dip. I'm on that old shit. Always likes to pat himself on the back. Bonus tracks. I'm gonna text mommy and ask her what's for the Super Bowl. Let's get this ball rolling, kid. We, she told, but she said by Sunday she needs to know because she's going fucking shopping. So <coughs> I still say Is she making her stuff little weenies. I like when she does the little weenies. She loves little weenies, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're together. <laughs> Oh man, thank you for making that joke before I had to. <laughs> Dude, you gotta do this but again, that's why I have a Gene, Gene Simmons tongue, so we're good. <laughs> uh, yeah!